Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Both the Treasure State's favorite football teams are into the Elite Eight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday night in Missoula, the Montana faithful at Washington Grizzly Stadium were outside their minds as an instant classic played out between two Big Sky Conference rivals. Brash and confident Eastern Washington came into the hostile venue and landed the first of a flurry of haymakers thrown by both sides, scoring on a pair of 58-yard touchdowns in the game's first 17 minutes to take a 21-10 lead. But a string of vicious hits by the Grizzly defense helped swing the momentum. Ryan Tyrrell's blocked part Helped the host carry it in a fully dominant third quarter. Helped Montana explode to a 57-41 victory in front of a playoff record crowd. The win helps Montana advance to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs for the second year in a row. It also avenges a 34-28 loss to Eastern Washington in Cheney and sends Montana to Harrisonburg, Virginia to take on James Madison. Sammy Akem caught two touchdowns, giving him 29 for his career. Tied for the most in Grizz history with former NFL standout Mark Mariani and Eastern Washington record-setting quarterback Eric Berrier threw for 530 yards and five touchdowns in the loss. In Bozeman, Montana State freshman Tommy Malott made his first start at quarterback and helped MSU overcome insane wins to lead the hosts to a 26-7 win over Tennessee Martin. Malott rushed for 180 yards and MSU had 387 on the ground. Montana State advances to play Sam Houston in the quarterfinals next weekend. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
Montana. Welcome back. Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to town, new to Montana. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can check out all those off-road vehicles. It's snowing right now. You need a reliable vehicle in Montana, I promise you. They got exactly what you need at Northwest Motorsports. Go check them out online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Appreciate them for being a part of Nuanez now here on ESPN Radio. Missed anything in the first hour? Talked extensively about Montana's 57-41 victory over Eastern Washington. A little bit about Montana State. We're going to dive a little bit more into that a little bit later on today as well as throughout the week as well. Impressive victory for the Bobcats because they took a young man that has never made a college football start, and they gave him his first start in a playoff game. Winner, advance, loser, go home. He's only a freshman, and he did it in 50-mile-per-hour wins. So we'll talk about that a little bit more as well because Tommy Malott, he's knocking on the door right now, man. He is a upstart young guy with a lot of potential, and if he plays his cards right, there's a world in which he's going to be one of the most famous men in the state of Montana here pretty darn quick because that's how they like him, and that's how we treat him when they're from Butte, Montana. So uh, pretty fun as well. You can find everything in today's first hour on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, Sportsbet Montana, and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Time now for the standard now around here, second hour of every Monday show. Our good friend Marty Morningweg in studio, longtime NFL offensive coordinator. And uh, might I say, glad to have you back as far as a, as a college football fan, too. It's been so awesome. Not only we planned this kind of to be all about the NFL, but it's been so great talking about college as well. So how you doing, Coach? Thanks for being here. Let's turn it up with the Grizz. What a total domination. Total domination. From that, what, late second quarter on. I mean, it was dominating. And then I did kind of force myself on Saturday to watch the, bo- 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 the Bobcat game <laughs> strictly because of Tommy Malad. He was in my camp for a couple of years. Yep. I think the world of him. I think he's a heck of a young man great, and great kid. a heck of a football player. And did he handle that just beautifully? It's his first start in a playoff game. And in a wind tunnel, too. I mean, this was 20-mile-per-hour wind the whole time and up to 45-mile-per-hour gusts. So that, that was played, not a lot. Of, that played into their hands. Oh, for sure. With how they're utilizing Tommy as well. Well, what a fantastic win by the Grizz. I know everybody's out of their minds, and then they get to go to JMU. My brother and I were talking about this yesterday. By the way, Brooks Nuanas will join us later on this week as well. And, uh, you know, I mean, we we've, we love this stuff so much. You guys all always ask us who we're rooting for. We root for everybody because we think it's so fun. It's, it's such a part of our identity as Montanans. And... It's so great to have both Montana schools in the final eight. It's just, it's so awesome, especially for all the Montana guys that are on the teams that grew up loving this stuff. But Brooks and I were talking about this yesterday. I think that the the University of Montana and the city of Missoula have gone through a little bit of an identity crisis the last 10 years. Because ever since your playing days in the early 1980s, all the way through the construction of Washington Grizzly Stadium, through Don Reed's heyday, Joe Glenn's epic run, and Bobby Houck's last tenure at Montana, Missoula was a football town. Missoula is all about sports. Missoula loves sports. You know, you go anywhere in in town, whether it's the car dealership or the grocery store or the the water and hole, whatever, what everybody wants to talk about. They want to talk about the Grizz, man. They want to talk about the Lady Grizz. They want to talk about what's going on in sports. 
And for whatever reason, I don't know, I'm not blaming anybody, but there was a moment in time where somebody decided that that's what they didn't want it to be about. And I don't care if you don't want it to be only about that. I'm not saying it should. It has to be a huge part of what it's about. And on Friday night in Missoula, I felt it for the first time in a long time. And it was like, not only are the Grizz back, football and people's appreciation for it is back in a big way in this town. It's big for the whole region, yep. for the whole state, and certainly for Missoula. I will tell you, it's just like high school ball. The principal, the AD, and the head coach have to be aligned. In college, if you're working for a president that likes football, that understands how important football is, and a great AD, which the University of Montana has both of those, it goes a long way in the NFL. That owner, the president, the GM, and the head coach, they all have to be aligned, and it goes a long way for the city of Missoula. For those that uh, haven't been paying attention, Coach Marty does host a, a quarterback camp every summer for some of the best quarterbacks in the state of Montana. And you've been doing this for a couple of years now, so now you kind of have a gauge on a lot of these guys that are sort of starting to make waves. You had Chris Brown there, who was a, the Montana quarterback from Bozeman, and, and Tommy Mallott now, who's the starter at Montana State. But you mentioned Tommy Mallott's mental makeup. And it's been, it's been kind of uphill sledding for kids from Montana to get an opportunity to play quarterback for the Grizz with the Cats. But when people ask me about Tommy Mallott, because he was a great athlete, he was a great runner in high school, he could get by. I mean, I shouldn't even say get by. He was dominant throwing the ball at the Montana high school level for sure. But you could tell he needed a little work just on his mechanics and stuff. But his athleticism is unbelievable. You, you'd give him a full ride because he could play a lot, of, a lot of positions. But from a mental makeup standpoint, I mean, the kid's like a 4.0 student. He's the valedictorian of his high school. When people asked me about him, I said, he's got a chance because he's so smart. How much does that help just in the development of a young quarterback? Well, there's different types of intelligences, Right. Right. There's music, there's right, true. science, math, reading, right. writing, and all those things. And if, you're, if you've got some of that, and including the athleticism right. intelligence, right. and some of the great, great players didn't do so well on paper. Sure. But athletically, once they got into the classroom, when you're discussing football or out on the field, it just seems... Like these really athletic, intelligent type of people tend to do the right thing right at the right moment. And they make a very few mistakes. And that's that's what I thought Tommy had when he was in my camp. He throws the ball really well, and it will just continue to get better for, for him. I will tell you, Coulter, the one reason I think Montana's got a better chance of winning the whole ball of wax rather than Montana State is because of the pass game. I think I just think you're going to run into a team where you need to throw the football right. proficiently at some point to win a national championship. If they're not there yet, I do think there's a possibility they can get there. Montana football hour. Excuse me. The Monday afternoon quarterback. <laughs> I'm already reverting to my past self. That was last hour. If you missed anything in it, though, you can always listen to the podcast. This is the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Morningwig, longtime NFL offensive coordinator, former Grizz quarterback in studio with me. And Coach, let's talk about 
just from the play calling standpoint of the Grizz. Obviously, the narrative of that game was how hard hitting it was. The Grizz definitely listened to a lot of the smack talk and bulletin board material that Eastern gave them. I mean, they were this was a pack of rabid dogs. They were ready to roll from that element, and obviously the special teams execution too. But the other thing I think has got, has gotten a little overshadowed because of the environment and just how uh, electric the win was. Was Montana's offense look a lot more diverse on Saturday? They rushed for 210 yards. They had the the jet sweep around the end that scored their first touchdown to give them some momentum, and they got their big former All American wide receiver Sammy Kim to look like an All American again. Caught a couple touchdowns over 100 yards. So, what'd you think of the, just the play calling aspect of the Grizz uh, win over Eastern Washington? Well, if you go back to the Montana State game and this game, you notice that the Grizz scored on what? Their second and third play of that's the right. games. You know, I mean, now, I thought that's a was what the University of Montana, the Grizz, were missing just a little bit yep. throughout mm, mainly the, the the middle of the season, October, October-ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. was the big play capability. I know that you, and uh, we talked about it last week, they had four plus 20 plays in the first quarter alone against Montana State. And then kind of shut it down. And they had some huge plays against Eastern Washington. You knew that they were going to run the ball well. In the first ball game, they ran it for 160-something, if I remember right. And they did even better this game. They controlled the ball game with their defense. Big plays on offense. Big plays on special teams. I think they're built to go on the road. Coulter, when you go on the road... It's a business trip. That's right. You're going on the road for one thing and one thing only, and that's to kick, bleep, and then you pack your defense and you pack your special teams, and let's just see what happens in the state of Virginia. It's going to be a fun one for sure. Montana plays at James Madison Friday night. It'll be a 5 p.m. kickoff here. So PSA for later this week, you can find Nuanas now at 2.30 on Friday. So we'll be going 2.30 to 4.30, and then I'll kick you right into the game. Um, it's on ESPN2, so I'm always getting calls and texts. What channel's game on? This one's easy. ESPN2. You got it. I know you got it. So hopefully you enjoy it. I want to ask you about that element of things, too. Uh, it seems as if in college football, sometimes when you know you got to play up your sleeve, you can save it for a long time. It's not a surprise to me that, that Bobby Houck waited I mean, Malik Flowers is one of the fastest, most explosive guys in the, in the in the country. It's not a surprise to me, though, that Coach Houck waited to run that jet sweep until he had it, and, and Tim Rosebaugh as well, but until they had a, a home crowd, <coughs> uh, a home playoff game, a rival in town, even though Coach Houck doesn't want to call Eastern a rival. Let's, let's just say what it is. Rivalry or not, there's no love lost between those two teams. They, they don't like each other at all. But, well, the ability to call the play right, right. right at the right time. Right, right, right. And that's but do you, what do you save them? I mean, do you save them sometimes? I grew up as a young kid. We don't save anything ever. Right, right. You stay ahead of the game, though. Right. You, you stay one step ahead of your opponent or your opponents. And that was one way that they stayed a step of the head. And it popped, what, I believe three times in the game for decent yards and one huge one. In the NFL, though, just comparing and contrasting college to the NFL, in the NFL you want to establish <laughs> your your sort of identity early, right? I mean, it's not as much about, oh, we're going to save this play to kind of trick it. You just want to do what you do well, right? Well, 
you have played specifically against this next upcoming opponent right. that you think. And I spent all my time, Coulter, I shouldn't say all of it, but much of it, on the chunk plays. Yeah. On the plays where we were going to score a 60-yard touchdown or a 40-yard chunk or a 25-yard chunk. That's the NFL game. You know, the one difference, play calling, between the NFL and the college game is simply the hash marks. Right. You have so much more yardage to the wide side of the field that you can use in college and the screen game. That's why the screen game is so big in college. Your lineman can be downfield blocking as long as the ball is caught behind the line of scrimmage. So, uh, you know, in college, I'm... I'm really always curious, why not more? Right. Just a couple more than you think you should goes a long way in the college game when you're talking about the screen game. That's absolutely right. So when you, if you really are studying the way that pre-snap and then right when the snap happens, the way that linemen operate, which that's kind of the way I watch football is from the lines out. And the... It's actually crazy the way the college game has evolved because of what you're talking about, some of the rules and some of the things you can do. There's a lot of gray area just in terms of the uh, the, the pick plays, and you get away with a lot more in the college game than in the NFL. So would, do you see that, though? Because it does seem like you know, some of the RPO stuff that's come into the, the, the college game, you can get away with a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't know how you play defense at the highest level of college football at this day and age. Well, in the NFL, you can only get away with something for a brief period of time. It might be one play, and then the NFL comes and stamps something. And I remember a game where we put the tight end at the guard and put him off off the ball in Pittsburgh, right at the right moment in four minutes. Right, and and it was what. And then in pregame of the next game, I was expecting it on Wednesday. The referee came over and go, hey, by the way, if you do that again, that tight end has to, his helmet has to be off of the center. So there we go in to pregame and, hey, just make sure there's air between your hat and the center because we had several other plays off of that play. In college, it's, it's not as... Condense. It's not as 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 it's more widespread. You've got different conferences making their their uh, judgments on some of these plays. That's exactly right. Monday afternoon quarterback Marty Morningway, longtime NFL offensive coordinator, former Grizz quarterback, in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. Is presented in part by Alpine Touch. Tailgate season's still going. That's pretty cool for all you fans out there. Whether you're following the Bobcats or the Grizzlies, you got tailgate brewing. You need some Alpine Touch to bring down there. How about this? How about we hook you up with some Alpine Touch and some Grizz Hoops tickets? University of Montana men's basketball team probably got their best non-conference home game of the year Wednesday. So right now, I got a pair of tickets to Montana versus Air Force at Dahlberg Arena, 7 p.m. on Wednesday, as well as a Grand Slam package from Alpine Touch. All I got to do is call us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, caller number three. We got a Grand Slam from Alpine Touch, as well as pair of Grizz Hoops tickets for you to watch Montana take on Air Force on Wednesday. Last thing for you on this note, Coach, Montana's stadium and resources and following and all that, 
you would say is second to none at the FCS level, except for that it's 1A and 1B with one other program, and that's James Madison. And that's where the Grizzlies are going this weekend. And James Madison and Montana have a lot of history. James Madison's beat Montana in the playoffs a couple times. Bobby Houck lost a national championship game to James Madison back in 2004. They're the only fan base that can say, hey, we get 26,000, we get 28,000, we're allowed to. This is an amazing, amazing challenge. You could also say, though, probably Bobby Houck's biggest win came four years after that loss to James Madison in 2004 in 2008 in the semis of the FCS playoffs to go back to the national championship. Got to be the best. To be the best, you got to beat the best, right? So what do you think of this draw for the Grizz? Bring it on. <laughs> like, I, like I told you, I think the Grizz are built to go on the road, pack the defense, pack the special teams. It is a business trip and go down there and beat them up. I know a lot about JMU. I'm sure. It's right on the border right yep. there in, in Virginia. And I, as you know, I was in Baltimore for many years. And, and Philly, too. And Philadelphia too. Yep. for a decade. It's, what is it, straight south, uh, southwest a little bit of D.C. Yep. You know, it's a, it's a heck of a program, but they haven't played Montana yet. And I'll tell you what. Eastern Washington, right? They thought they were coming in here and do a little intimidation. Uh uh. <laughs> you don't intimidate the Grizz anywhere. We'll take on JMU anywhere, anytime, in the parking lot, anywhere, on the cement, on the rocks and glass. I'm excited about this one. I know everybody is. That's called poking the bear. <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> That's exactly what Easter did. They poked the bear. More on the state of college football and, of course, the NFL on the Monday afternoon quarterback with our good friend Marty Morningway. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Both the Treasure State's favorite football teams are into the Elite Eight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday night in Missoula, the Montana faithful at Washington Grizzly Stadium were outside their minds as an instant classic played out between two Big Sky Conference rivals. Brash and confident Eastern Washington came into the hostile venue and landed the first of a flurry of haymakers thrown by both sides, scoring on a pair of 58-yard touchdowns in the game's first 17 minutes to take a 21-10 lead. But a string of vicious hits by the Grizzly defense helped swing the momentum. Ryan Tyrrell's blocked punt helped the host carry it in a fully dominant third quarter helped Montana explode to a 57-41 victory in front of a playoff record crowd. The win helps Montana advance to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs for the second year in a row. It also avenges a 34-28 loss to Eastern Washington in Cheney and sends Montana to Harrisonburg, Virginia to take on James Madison. Sammy Akem caught two touchdowns, giving him 29 for his career, tied for the most in Grizz history with former NFL standout Mark Mariani and Eastern Washington record-setting quarterback Eric Berrier threw for 530 yards and five touchdowns in the loss. In Bozeman, Montana State freshman Tommy Malott made his first start at quarterback and helped MSU overcome insane wins to lead the hosts to a 26-7 win over Tennessee Martin. Malott rushed for 180 yards, and MSU had 387 on the ground. Montana State advances to play Sam Houston in the quarterfinals next weekend. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. 
baby. Little Jason Haldine singing about a little Johnny Cash. You gotta love it. Hope you're having an outstanding Monday. Keep it slow. Even when you speed out there, it's only going to save you five minutes. Just drive slow. It's snowing. We haven't seen snow in a while. Just drive slow. I know we got a lot of new people here in the community that aren't from Montana. I'm telling you, you don't want to wreck your car. It's going to be a bad week for you. Just drive slow, I promise. When, you're a California, Oklahoma boy, Coach. When did you first learn you got to dial it back a little bit when the white stuff's on the road? I... Well, I'll tell you what. My mom and dad from Perry, Oklahoma, they were from the stick. My dad thought it was really important to teach the young kids to drive away earlier than it was legal. <laughs> See, so, <clears throat> this is an old school thing, though, right? Because I'm always, we have I have a couple coworkers that have a couple teenage kids that are not even quite 15 yet, and I'm like, what are you doing? Just let them drive. No, we got to wait till they got the learner's permit, drive, whatever. I mean, you know, probably driving when you're 12, right? Yeah, and my mom, my mom was driving trucks when she was 14. Her right. dad owned a, a trucking company. Yeah. So uh, that's just the way we grew up. Dry, I always revert back. Think that you're really old. Sit low and drive slow in the snow and put the four-wheel drive in, in, in at any point that you can. Stick it in there. Uh, sit low and drive low. Wasn't that a Seinfeld <laughs> or something like that? I, I think that's exactly right. ESPN Radio, Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Morningwig, longtime NFL offensive coordinator in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas, Monday afternoon quarterback, probably presented by Brett's RV and Marine. Speaking of the winter, you want to get your RV winterized, I promise. So go see those guys, Brett's RV and Marine. They got all sorts of options for you, whether you need a tune-up, winterization tips, maybe you even want to trade it in. Brett's RV and Marine, 4800 Grant Creek Road here in Missoula. Five locations throughout the Northwest region. Coach, one last question about college football before we get into uh, NFL football. Last time you were here, we were talking about the craziness of Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to go to USC. Well, within the next 12 hours, we see Brian Kelly go to Notre Dame, or excuse me, from Notre Dame to LSU. I still can't get over it. I can't even say it right because... I can't believe that there's a job that would attract someone away from Notre Dame. I never in my life thought I would see Oklahoma and Notre Dame both open with bowl games to play in, and the coaches weren't fired. They left. Who leaves those jobs? Especially Notre Dame if you're <laughs> right, Catholic. Right, right. You know, I've I've had so many friends, teammates, and players that I coached. If they were Catholic, it was Notre Dame. And if Notre Dame didn't go on them, it was Boston College. That's right. And then, you know, you work your way down yep. to some other schools sure. as well. And it was, they grew up since they were a little tyke thinking that way. So, yeah, that one surprises me. And it's not like that you cannot win a national championship at Notre Dame. Sure. Because you can. Absolutely. What a great job. I think money talks in certain situations. The man from Oregon just bolted Mario to his alma mater. Yep. So there's, this is a unique – I never get to pay attention right. to the college stuff, sure. both the games right. and the coaching movements and all that. So it's been fascinating for me to sit back and watch ESPN and something comes across the ticker and you go, what? It, it's unbelievable. Manny Diaz out at Miami, Mario Cristobal in at Miami. It was like middle-of-the-night deal. I mean, they basically hired Cristobal before Diaz was even fired. 
Cristobal's doing zooms because they're preparing for a bowl, and now all of a sudden he doesn't have a job because he's got a new job. I mean, Brian Kelly, he allegedly changed his phone number right when he walked out the door. I mean, it, it's wild. So I guess my last question for you on this note, though, is, I mean, I don't think there's anything that's going to ever change. It's going to continue to accelerate like it is. But is this good? I mean, is this a good thing for college football? I don't really know. The fact that they're all congregating into one conference, I guess I don't think it's a good thing for college football if Notre Dame doesn't have enough money. Like, if Notre Dame is is getting outbid by somebody else, that means that this the SEC is completely another world. There's a couple things that come to mind, Coulter. If you look at the NFL, they're one of their biggest strengths is parody. Right. No question. And the college game, if they took some time and effort and energy into that, they could make it just a little bit more that way. And I think that's good for the game. Yep. The second thing is it does have some type of effect on your ball team. I think it affected Oregon because that sure. thing leaked out there just a little bit. It affects players. It affects certainly the head coach. It affects the assistant coaches. Their wives and kids are asking questions when the dad comes home and they're coaching the no defensive line or the running backs. Dad, what's going to happen here? So you could imagine what the players are thinking. Right. I will say that some head coaches and assistants and players handle it better than others. Yeah. And that goes a long way uh, if the coach doesn't take it because there could be disruptions the coach doesn't take it. Right. And then there is some momentum loss there right when you need it at the end of the season. The crazy weekend in the NFL yesterday, but the leading headline, no question, coming out of yesterday is the fact that we will not have a defeated team this year. The Detroit Lions posted a victory 29-27 over my former favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. I think after yesterday, I think that uh, I'm going to become a free agent. Uh, you know, I don't know. I like the Chargers. Kind of know Justin Herbert a little bit, knowing him from back in the day. Uh, I like the Niners. think Kyle Shanahan has a great power run game. I don't know. Send us texts, 406-888-1029. If I'm going to choose a new favorite NFL team, who should it be? Because I can't do this with the Vikings anymore. But, Coach, I want to ask you this, though, because you were the head coach in Detroit for a minute in time. Yeah. And uh, one of the only things that doesn't ever seem to be a part of the parody of the NFL is the challenges that the Detroit Lions have had to go through for the last 20 years. Well, I'll tell you, Coulter, uh, there was one time where I was, was in my first year and I had 12 players on the player committee, and we'd meet every Wednesday morning at like 8.30, right before the team meeting at 9. And and it was just a few weeks into it, and I had three players out of 12 that were at the meeting. Everybody else was hurt. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so that's what some of these teams, Coulter, go through. And we've talked injuries before. It's part of the game. The next man steps up and play as good or even better than the man you're replacing. However, there are some teams, and there's usually three or four teams every year that go through it, and they lose they lose a couple players at key positions. Yeah. And it's tough 
to function for a period of time. That's what the now the Lions lost a lot of close games, right? For sure, they've always played hard for the last twenty years. Uh, they definitely go, play hard. I watched them yeah. on Thanksgiving. They played really hard. Yeah, we go back. Owner, president, GM, head coach, they have to all be in line with what their philosophy is, what their goals and ambitions are, how they're going to operate. When you hire a man as a head coach, and maybe you're getting a system, right? right, An offensive or a defensive system or both. It's not just the X's and O's of the system. It's how you go about your business. It's your philosophy. And I'll tell you what, going back to the Grizz, Bobby Houck has the Grizz playing at their very best right at the right time. And in the NFL especially, when it's a marathon season, that's one of the goals and ambitions. Get your ball club playing their very best down the stretch and into the playoffs. Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty in studio. Marty Morningway, former Grizz quarterback, longtime NFL coach. Is What's this do to Mike Zimmer in, in Minnesota? I mean, if you if you lose a game like this that's grabbing the headlines because of the, the struggles of the team that beat you, I mean, how much does that affect moving forward? You have to simply overcome. And much of that part of it is mental because anybody can beat anybody. Right, for sure. Right? The Lions had the Ravens beat. Right. Right? Totally. The the Lions competed against the Cowboys, too. I mean, yeah, the Lions have been competitive. Right. Not a very good team, but anybody can beat anybody. You lose a game like that, it may crush some people mentally. So that goes back players and coaches within your organization. You want that toughness. You want the character where you can get over something uh, horrific, uh, something uh, that goes on on the field in a horrific fashion. You can get over that and overcome it, get on a run. Don't give up on the Vikings, Coulter. They'll get it done (laughs) at some point one of these years. I hope so. Maybe the Lions can go on a run. Maybe the Vikings can go on a run. One team that's going on a run, though, is the Miami Dolphins. There's also a couple big games coming up in upcoming days, including a huge one tonight between two AFC East powers. Get you home on a Monday more from the Monday Afternoon Quarterback with Coach Marty right after this. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I broke up, they said that I got killed. But I'm living still. I was a damn builder. Across the river deep and wide. You know Coach Marty's in the house. We're listening to a little Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, the highwayman here at Foriana Monday. Thanks so much for hanging out. Nuana is now Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty here in Studio Marty Morningway, my good friend and colleague, longtime NFL coach. 
Coach, we, there's so much excitement around the state of Montana right now for college football, so we haven't even really dove into this last NFL weekend, but I have a couple quick hitting questions for you. First, I want to ask you, I haven't asked you this before, which I th- actually find fascinating because he's a guy that has some regional prominence around here, a guy from Pocatello, Idaho, who played at BYU, and a guy that he has a lot of star power behind him, even though he's still kind of a project. Taysom Hill has gotten more headlines for a guy that's gotten such little playing time than anybody I can really even remember you can see why. He's an unbelievable athlete, but making the rubber meet the road, it's been, I don't know, and I was very surprised when he got the contract he did, but as a former offensive coach, what do you think of him and just this sort of the unique player that he is? I love Taysom Hill. Let me just tell you, he is a fantastic football player. Right. He's not quite there yet as a quarterback. However, I will tell you, when you have a fantastic football player that has quarterback instincts right he can go to the moon so we'll see with him but what a fantastic football player and you know his contract yeah is uh quite unique it is right because they made this thing cap friendly right and uh you know if he's playing quarterback it's a certain contract but if he's playing other positions it's a different sort of contract. It was very interesting to read through how they developed that contract specifically for a really unique type of player. His passing performances will get better, right? and they better get better real quick. <laughs> Can't throw four right. picks. Right. So that all of that will get better and better for him as he plays a quarterback position and gains experience. We were talking about the Bobcats earlier for a little while. Is Tommy Mallott kind of the Taysom Hill of of this level of football? Very, very similar. Right? Very similar. Tommy Mallott can run down on kicks. I mean, he's been he's been doing some he's other stuff. It. Yeah, he's been, I mean, he's got multiple tackles on kickoff this year for the Bobcats. Love quarterbacks that are built in that manner, that yes. style. Yep. You know, Lamar Jackson when he was coming out. Yep. Yes, he can play many different positions. But why would you do that? He's got quarterback instincts. And really, some of these guys, can they just become a pure passer of the football? That's the big question. And Lamar's thrown for a godly amount of touchdowns. He's still not a pure passer because of all his other skills. It allows one-on-ones or versus zone people to get wide open. I've I've thought about this, too, especially at the college level. We've seen a little bit in the NFL – when you have a, a team that's that's spearheaded by and led by your defense, like so many years in Baltimore it was, it seems like if you have a, a, a athletic quarterback who can run and take a hit, that fits into the makeup of a team. You saw it with the Broncos, right? When Tim Tebow, I mean, he couldn't throw a lick, but he's out there you know, getting first downs, yep. and now the defense put their hair on fire because they see this guy doing it. So it seems as if, if the Saints want to kind of remake their identity and make that be what it's about, it seems like those sort of things go hand in hand. Yes, I always saw with those style, that style of quarterback. Within the first four years, he needs to become a really good pocket passer because you'll inevitably you'll get too many third and seven pluses, let's say, right. during a certain amount of games throughout the year. And on top of that, they get beat up so much. By running and gunning. You go back to playing the quarterback position. They have to be able to play the quarterback position within their first several years. 
your, your, your decision making and accuracy and timing and trusting their gut instincts, getting the football out on time and playing with a little passion. If those type of quarterback, that style of quarterback can do that, then it's the moon for them. I mean, it, it, there is no cap on those style of quarterbacks. Uh, Cam Newton did it, I thought, for a brief period of time. But if you don't do it, you end up RG3. Right. Or you end up Cam Newton got beat up a lot. For sure. By running straight quarterback power. and For sure. Lead out. Too many of those. So at some point, they've got to become excellent drop-back quarterbacks along with all of their other athletic ability and their traits. Monday afternoon quarterback presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine has a gift for you this holiday season. Unwrap the savings on over 1,500 new quality pre-owned boats and RVs. Our friends at Brett's RV and Marine has the largest RV and boat dealership inventory anywhere in this state and five states over. Brett's RV has been owned and operated by a family since 1967, providing exceptional service for over 54 years. You can stop by 4800 Grand Creek Road in Missoula to experience the difference Brett's RV can make for you. Coach, a ton of other stuff I wanted to get to you, uh, get get to with you, uh, but we have only a couple minutes left here. Uh, so first, though, our weekly Cooper Cup uh, update, because I know that a lot of people around here root against Eastern Washington, but now see one of the great players in Big Sky history in the league. It's pretty cool. And we don't just talk about him because he's like an okay player in the Big Sky Conference because there's a lot of guys that are from the Big Sky that are great. Cooper Cup is just tearing the face off of this thing. Yesterday, he had eight catches for 129 yards and a touchdown. That gives him as many 100-yard games with a touchdown in a single season as the one and only Jerry Rice. He has 100 catches for 1,340 yards and 12 touchdowns already this year. We've only played 10 games. I mean, the guy is on pace to break all of the single-season records. I think it's amazing. He's breaking world records, and he's earned it. You get what you earn That's right. in the NFL. I mean, it's just that simple. So what a fantastic player he has become. And he's overcome injury he has. to do this thing. For sure. Everybody thought, hey, small little slot receiver when he hurts his knee. He's not as fast. He's not going to be as good. He got the speed all the way back, and he hasn't missed a beat since he came back from that injury. Great instinctual player he yeah. is. And he's obviously got all of the talent needed. I would not put him in the great Jerry Rice category well, nobody. quite yet. Yeah, no, nobody's in that category. But he's on He's on par for that. Yeah. But uh, uh, the great Jerry Rice, there was nothing like the great Jerry Rice. Why was he so amazing? Jerry Rice, he was talented, right? So that's, talented. That's first. Second... You should have seen his hard work. You know all the... He's the hardest working guy in the NFL, right? Ever. Ever. ever right? People learn from him. The great T.O. Other receivers right. learn from Jerry. I mean, it's like Jerry Rice and Walter Payton, right? Those are the two most legendary workers ever. And then the mentality. Yeah. The mentality of the great Jerry Rice goes far for not only him, but for the rest the of whole the team. team. Right. I'll give you a little story. We're out in pregame. But right before a preseason game, and of course we have a bunch of rookies playing in their first preseason game. And in many cases, this is what these young men live for, is to play in an NFL game. And they're getting to do it. And Jerry Rice ran by a group of young rookie receivers and said, no reason to be scared. You're all prepared. 
turn it loose, and you could see their faces. They just went, I got you. Let's rock and roll. That's what Jerry Rice does for a team. Very, very hard-headed. There will be nothing that stops me. Right. There will be nothing that stops us. The great Jerry Rice would go to the head coach and special teams coach down the stretch and into the playoffs, somewhere in there, and demand that they put him on special teams. I love it. Because why? We're playing for the big ring. And that's the way, if you have that mentality, it goes a long, long way. What a story. Gotta love it. Marty Morningweg in studio with us here on Nuanas Now. Tomorrow we'll be back, 4 p.m. Good friend Ty Gregorak, longtime assistant coach for both Montana and Montana State, will join us to diagnose uh, a variety of different elements of this upcoming weekend. Also going to have Justin Angle, University of Montana Business School professor, to talk all about the overlay between business and sports, particularly when it comes to revenue that can be produced by this FCS playoff model, as well as talk some Olympics because that's getting a little hairy. It's on the horizon. I hope it happens. I think it will, but hopefully it does. And, of course, we'll keep talking all the way around the wide world of football. Patriots, Bills tonight. That's a good one. We only got about 10 seconds left. What do you think of this match? Pretty good. Patriots, don't bet against the rookie. <laughs> you can't bet against Bill Belichick at all this, at this point. Yeah, the rookie quarterback, Bill Belichick, and that staff has done just outstanding job. Back at it tomorrow, 4 p.m. Thanks so much for listening. It's been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.